What's going on, Menace? Hi. I'm not feeling awesome today. You're not awesome today? I don't know if it's allergies or if I like party too much this weekend or what, but I'm very phlegmy and my throat is shitty. Are you? Yeah. No, let's get a better start than that. Oh. Oh, here's Dominic Cruz too. So put the man in. Hello? Can you hear me? Mm -hmm. What up, bro? Oh, we got What's you. up, Dominator? What's going on? Um, so I was in Miami and I was talking fighting with Stan. The Dom Toyo? Toyo Stan? No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, Menace. What's going on, Dominic Cruz? Stan the man, Dennis the Menace Bermudez. Welcome to Menace right. the Man. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. This is what I needed. Now Appreciate we got a professional that. on the show, Dominic Holy Cruz. Cow. Welcome. <laughs> you, you know, you, you know Bermudez. You know Bermudez. Yes. No, that's why. Yeah, look. I like how he's a straight shooter, though. He just gets right to it. That's why I'm here. Thank you for that. Appreciate yeah. both of you guys. What can, we, what can I do for you? Let's hear it. So we were talking fighting. The dominator came up, and I was telling Stan, I like, we were like, he's like, he's kind of like dick. I'm like, he is, but he's, he keeps it real. So I remember I was fighting. Who's the third alpha male guy? I fucking lost two in a row. Rick Glenn. Mendez? Rick, Rick Glenn. Rick Glenn. And, and you were calling the fights. You have all your fighters come in and you kind of shoot the shit with them. So you're like, Dennis, third alpha male guy in a row. What'd you do different? And I was like, nothing. I won those two fights. You're like, mm, but you didn't. And I'm like, but Dom, like, we both know I won those fights. You're like, yeah, but your record says you don't. So did you change anything? And I was like, no. And I lost that one too. I don't that's all I got. What was the story there, man? Well, no, that he was, he was, he was. Dom was like Dennis. Like, what do you? You didn't win. Like you, you think you won, but you the, the record says you don't. So the fact you're not changing anything, you're you're like you're dumb. I was like, I did not say that. You did not I say I was dumb. You did not say I was dumb, but you looked at me like, bro. Well, can I? All right, I like this because now I can give you my perspective of why I asked this question. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're open, right? Obviously, yeah. that's that's okay. Well, I like so that. when I asked that question, you got to look at me. I mean, how many interviews do you think we're doing, and how many of these interviews do you think I've done? Like a million, right? right, right. So after a while, you start hearing the exact same answer every single time, and my job is to be there for you guys, not for me, and not for you. So a lot of times what happens is when we're in those interviews, and I know that because I'm a fighter myself, we get in the, the routine of saying the exact same thing because we get asked the exact same questions. And it gets really old really fast for me as a fighter. So when I do those interviews, I want to get to the inobvious. You know, that's where God is trying to get our attention on in my belief system. It's like that's where whatever your higher power is. I don't care if it's universe. I don't care if it's your dog. Whatever it is, like. There's something to get attention on the inobvious of the situation. And when I listen to a fighter and they've got two losses on the record and they tell me they won um, those wins, they could have, I agree. Like I could have agreed and said, yeah, you won, but on the record it says loss. So once the record says loss, what, what adjustments did you make from that? And if a fighter like myself or anybody else says, well, I didn't lose. Well, then you didn't, there's nothing to change. Right. But you did lose, even though right. you didn't lose. Right. So then like, do I want to just not change because I'm so right? Or am I going to look at this system and say, well, this is a system where I did not elude the judges to give me the, the nod. Okay. What could I have done different in that? I, if you would have told me I could have done a dance at the end of the fight and the judges would have made, that's what I'm going to do for now. I'm like, cool. Thank you. Like my job is to give something to the people to hear that's going to make you different for every fight. And if you, if we don't accept what we lost in the fight, any of it, then what's going to change? Right, right. Um, but now I have an answer. Years later, I have an answer what changed, and I just got way more takedowns because in the Andre Feely fight, I uh, he snuck me takedowns where I touched my butt and popped back up. So he got like three takedowns to my one, and I only struck him by like 60 strikes. And then um, the following fight, I took him down six times, and he outstruck me by six punches. So I'm like, I changed the way I was going about the fight. But just, what do you, what do you, how do you feel about the, how they score fights? 
I mean, again, how I feel about things, does that really matter? Well, well, I'm saying, like, I, I really believe there should be, like, seven judges. You're right. Okay. Good. I like that. Tom says I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's like... No, no, no. I mean, this is where people, I think, misconstrue me. Like, I want to, like... I want to really know what my feeling of the judging system has will change anything or has to do with it. Nobody gives a shit what I feel. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the I'm the total contrary. You know Kyle uh, Seminar, right? He I was out at. Could I want to say yes? Maybe big wrestling guy. Anyways, so I was like, dude, some of these judges don't know shit. He's like, so for people that are watching that don't know shit and then pick a winner, it's kind of like it's like the total other end of the spectrum, right? You'll know shit. Like, dude, I think that guy won. I think he beat that guy up more. Right? I think the real, I think the real question that we want to ask is who's picking the people judging the fights? Right? right? Yeah. I think that's the question I want to be in. Like, not anybody's wrong. Not anybody's right. But my question is who's picking these people? The state, right? Dude, I'm in the question with you, man. Well, we say it all the time, Dom. We're still in the leather helmet stage of MMA. So eventually it's mm-hmm. going to morph into where not just ex-kickboxers or ex-whatever are judging fights or people who don't know shit. It's going to morph into fighters or... Well, the thing, the thing is, I don't know if, if they don't know shit. I just, we just have the outcome and, and what's working and what's not working. Some things are working, some things they're not. The thing that I would say isn't working is there's no consistency and the thing that I think that's not working, uh, that's making it not consistent is probably that no matter what state you go to, they have a different set of rules. Like, how can anybody be consistent when every single commission and in in every state thinks that they're right about their rules, which means that they're not working together, which means that they're all right. They're all individual, which means we're the ones left in the dust while every one of them are right. So who's picking these people to run things? And why aren't they working together for us if they're here for us? Why are they working separate? We need a union, um, right? I don't would know. That, would that fall in that kind of realm? No idea, man. That's a good question. I mean, I'm in, I have no answers. All I could say is that Dana White, the UFC, the Fertitas, and IMG, WME, they're geniuses. There's a lot smarter than us on this podcast, if we're being honest. So Menace, you trying to talk about union? You trying to get us canceled? You trying to get <laughs> us canceled over here? blocking off? Well, you got to think like, how about this? Elon Musk isn't unionized. Right. So I'm not saying that that's wrong or right, but it's like there's other places that are not unionized that it's things are working. Yeah. Um, Again, it's, uh, it, it, it doesn't, who knows? I wonder if in year 25 or year 30, did the NFL have a union? That's like, I guess something Good I got to, yeah. I got to research that or the NBA by whatever year, when did that all come to whatever you I got? Think- you guys definitely markets, need something. Yeah, maybe, but I think the markets to look at uh, for prize fighting in our past that we could like look to replicate or whatever, or not replicate, but just look at was the Muhammad Ali act in boxing. You look at boxing and everybody goes, why are boxers making money? And then they, well, it's the Muhammad Ali act. The Muhammad Ali act ensures that we're free agents after each fight if we want to be as fighters, which makes it a fighter's market instead of a promoter's market. Once Muhammad Ali instilled that act in whatever his stand was, which, you know, you can look that up in history, um, that changed for boxers. So MMA came after that. So being IMG, WME, Zufa, Dana White, starting from scratch, being called human cockfighters, everything was illegal, everything was wrong, politicians hated us, going from that to where we're at now, uh, it makes me it makes me wonder like how many of those roadblocks are they going to make sure never come in for for anybody ever again? How much how tight did they keep this? It's perfect. They built a perfect system, and I think that I think at this point it's a matter of how can we work with instead of trying to make ourselves right. Yeah. Stan, you ready to you ready to turn the, the show? Yeah. So like yep. you said before, like well, wait, 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 hold on, menace. Okay. Get back to this. The real conversation, how it started with, oh, Dominic Cruz is whatever, and led to him getting on the show. I just said something, and I was like, oh, you never seen that video with uh, Dominic Cruz or Bisping being like, I'll take speed over power any day of the week. 
And then Dominic Cruz just comes out with, that's why you don't want these hands, Bisping. <laughs> and Bisping's like, okay, Dominic. And then that just segued into me and him on a car ride. And I was like, yeah, man, you don't know. And I was saying, you got to keep your fling on a string and just spouting off all these things. Oh, and I was like, Dominic Cruz has lines that live in my head rent free, you know? <laughs> Like just things you have said that just stuck with me in MMA history. That's great. Well, you know, that's part of what we are as entertainers. And, you know, during that culmination of coming to a fight, that's what we get paid for. Right. When you, when you watch Conor McGregor, when you watch uh, Ronda Rousey and she was the one who shook up the women's division with her talk, you know, certain people, everybody has their own way, right? Mine isn't theirs. Theirs isn't mine. But we all make our own way how we can. And for me, I just make that process fun. I enjoy I enjoy a little banter, you know. Some people want to say it's being a dick, but I mean, I used to call it just being a cruise, keeping it real. <laughs> I um playing so, around. So kind of how you told Bisping how it was. I almost he doesn't know it, but I almost fought uh, Travis Brown. We had a common friend of ours. I was out with Jessica Penny in L.A., and we were out in like a, like, like a little club, whatever, and. Travis Brown buys around the shots, right? And Jessica's like, mm-hmm. I'm not taking it. So Travis looks at me like, you'll take it, little man. I'm like, so I looked at Jess. I like put it through my head. I'm like, I'm going to jump up on this like little step. And I'm just going to fucking punch him and then just run away. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because I'm not, I'm not taking a shot. I'll do one. I'm not doing two. You're not going to make me do two. So I look back at Jessica. I'm like, dude, listen, I need you to take this shot. If you don't, I'm fighting him. Like that's, I, he's not going to bunk me into taking the shot, you know? And Jessica was like, I'll save your life. And she. <laughs> wow. That's yeah, a nice that was a real thing. A, he doesn't know it. Thing you and, and you killed two birds with one stone because you look a little bit better than Jessica at the end of the shot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like I'm this tough, even though. <laughs> oh, well, even there. Uh, she's buzzed. So now you're handsome. We finally have yeah, Dominic Cruz. We finally have you on the show. We've had almost everyone from Alliance. We've had people who casually train there. We've had on Phil Davis, Jessica Penne, Angela Hill. We're friends with Eric Uresk. You know, he's like an old friend of both of us. Uh, who else have we had on, Menace? A lot of people. I know Pat wasn't Pat Cummings there for a little a bit. Group. A little bit. Yeah, we've had a big we've had a good run through of people that came through our school for sure. It's more of a club at this point. We we train at Victory Mixed Martial Arts and we're like a club, like you pay whatever to train at the gym you come in and we're all there and you know anybody can come you just got to pay a little little club fee well now we've come we've completed the alliance that's even what menace was saying beforehand he's like you know we i'm gonna text them we gotta talk to the captain we gotta talk to the captain we gotta get dominic cruz on our show you got right to the point so it made it all right yeah 4 30 monday let's go um no but uh so like like i said the way we're kind of different from other podcasts is like Listen, I have been a fighter. I've done it. Like, you still got that GTR? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. When are you pushing that thing now? I mean, obviously, the leave it. Last I knew you had, like, 800 to the wheel? Yeah, it's 900, yeah. And uh, it's all-wheel drive, twin turbo. It's just fun, man. It's the car I always wanted. I won it um, fighting uh, Demetrius on, like, a short-notice fight after I fought Faber. I fought Faber, and they're like, look, we need you to do this on Spike. Around versus, and I was like, "Who who watches versus?" They're like, "Look, we'll give you a car." And I'm like, "Okay." So, you know, the, the, give me my paycheck in the car is the deal. All right, let's go. Yeah, how old were you then? Twenty six. Twenty six, and that car stock is like four change, right? Five twenty five stock, yeah, something like with that. with a turbo. So, Stan, turbo. you've never driven one. It is a fucking super fun car. Yours is an automatic, though, no? Uh, well, they're. They're triptonic. You can right, do right, right. paddle even, or, or automatic. In the U.S., do they make that a stick shift? They did in the past, but not here. They don't do it stick That's shift anymore. The old, the, old, the, old skylines were, yeah. the old skylines were, were left-hand drive and they're you, stick shift. Then you get the RPM up to like 5,000 and you punch it. Like, oh, it's fun, man. It's just a toy, right? We uh, all have toys. And then so, obviously that's not your daily driver. You don't have any other toys? I drive a truck, but I need to get another daily driver and e-bikes. I got like a Sauron that I rip around and like uh, just, you know, I don't do much but train, man. So it's right. like until this thing's over, you don't buy a lot of toys. I stay pretty focused on spending my money on the things that will keep me being able to fight without being – Investing in yourself. 
broke without being broke, you know? Right. Invest in yourself. Yeah. Um, do you do like stock market stuff or something or do you buy real estate? No, I mean, I, yeah, you can buy, you got to buy homes. That's the only thing that's going to, you know, keep your money in a, in a place where uh, you're not keeping it in the bank where they're trying to take they can take everything. So well, they're using your keep. money in the bank and they're reinvesting it and they're making money off of you. Uh, I, it's I, not looking too good these days. I'm good on that. Yeah, no, I, I saw somewhere, um, you know, scrolling through Instagram and some guy was saying how, you know, stocks and stuff like that could be multiplied, right? But there's not, there's only so much dirt on this earth. Buy dirt. It's going to, the price is going to buy property, buy well, land. Well buy, said, well said. Yeah. Location, You can't make location. any more dirt, right? You can't make any more space. Um, what if, so you kind of spoke about, um, after this whole thing's done, right? Is that when, cause you've, you've been like a single bachelor forever now, like your whole career. No, I've definitely had girlfriends. I just don't like them. put my, my business out there because it's like, it's the one piece of my life that I get to keep okay. mine. Okay. It's nice. And uh, so realistically my social media and all that is work. When I go to fights, it's work. When I, it's work. Like uh, how many people bring their wife to work in, in this world? Right. Not a lot. So it's like, um, I just live my life and when we live it on our own. If I've got a girl around, you know, she doesn't, the whole world doesn't need to know. Me and her know that's enough for me. Gaia. Cause in my head, I was like, dude, this kid's just so smart. Just like, cause women cost money. I tell my kids, I got two boys, right? I keep telling them, like, I got a girlfriend. Like, listen, if you want to be in the NFL, you don't get a girlfriend. <laughs> They'll only distract you. They're going to, you know, I did it. No, I did it. I did it. I had a girlfriend. I've had a couple girlfriends and I did that whole thing. And it was very, very difficult. And some of the hardest things I've ever tried to do yeah. because it's, you know, fighting is a girlfriend. Fighting is a, is a very abusive, greedy, stingy girlfriend, wife. Like you're married to this. If you want to be good at it. If, and you know, you can have other things. I'm not saying it can't work, but then right. there's like, how many other 21 year old sovereign at the mouth with nothing sitting sleeping on cardboard in a garage while you're living this life that you built? How do I stay? What got me here is the question I constantly stay in. How do I stay? What got me to be the best in the world when I'm the best in the world? How do I stay? Because when you're the best in the world, you're different. You're different than you started, but what's what you started as is what made you the best in the world. Right. So how do I get to be both is the question that I stay in. And, um, you know, it takes a lot of determination. It takes a lot of, like you said, it's a relationship or fighting relationship, but one takes one from the other. Either the girl's going to be like, yo, you're either going to hang out with me or I'm out or fighting's going to be like, yo, you're either going to do this every day with me twice a day and not care about a girl or your head's going to get kicked through the, into the rafters. Right. It's your choice, it's, man. It's easy. Fighting right? doesn't care. No, right. You walk in the door and your girlfriend's on the couch. It's like so easy to lay down with her and watch Netflix and just chill and relax, right? But then there's like, oh, I gotta get, I gotta do a little more. I gotta do this, you know. It's such a, it's like almost like a gravitational, you know. I just or like, or it's the opposite. There is right. no pool because you know what's important, and now the girl's mad at. Or, or she's like your wife for some people, I think, right? She's your girl, whatever, girl, wife, like yeah. she's going to be mad if, if, if you're like, it's just my experience. It's not a fact. You got to find the one for you. Find the one that's as loyal as, as you know, that's, that's loyal to you and, and stick with that. Not that I have any kind of advice, but that's, that's what I'm going to do. And uh, I think it'll all work out. I'm not in a rush, man. Well, yeah, wait, another one of my favorite Dominic Cruz moments that's just jumped out in my head was the end of the Cejudo fight with, um, what the fuck's his name? Now my, my brain's running up. What's the referee's name? Keith Peterson. Keith Peterson. Whatever Keith Peterson said to you after they were announcing Cejudo the winner, and I remember they, like, announced it, and he said something, and you're like, fuck you. And, the ca like, someone's camera audio, like, picked that up, and I remember just being like, that's fucking amazing. Well, I mean, I actually said you fucked up. Oh, you fucked up. You, I said, you fucked up. And the reason I said that is because in the back, I told him before the fight, I said, under no circumstance are you to save me. I don't need your fuck. I don't need your help. And I made him look me in the eyes and, and he, he, he wasn't there and I'll never forget it. And so, um, 
And now that changed me forever. I took a lot of responsibility for that and realized that if I'm, if I can't get eye contact in the back with the referee, I'll get on my hands and knees and beg them to pay attention to me because they hold the referees hold our careers on that night in their hands. If they want to stop something early, they can. And I would rather them stop my fight late a hundred times out of a hundred than stop it early. And the reason is I put too much work for you to come in here and think I need your help to save me. Go sit down, go back to the bar, do your thing. I'm good. And, uh, that's my issue with it. Um, as a fighter, I put everything I have in this world into this. I don't need you to save me. Like I'll save myself. Give me my shots. And when you've got a fighter looking up at the ref, they're working the ref. And yes. if, you're, if a fighter's working the ref, then is the ref there with the fighter or is the fighter there with the ref? Is the fighter in charge or is the ref in charge? Because I'm pretty sure the ref got punked. If they're looking up at the fighter, you know, getting enticed – by the guy punching him by look, 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 look. If you're looking up at the ref, you're not, you're not trying to kill the guy. You're trying to get out of there. Shots. Yeah, no, you're trying to get out and save yourself. And you're asking the ref to save you. And that's different. Now the ref needs to pay attention to that. Also, when I hear, I didn't know what the time was. I was looking at the fight. You're supposed to know the time. You're supposed to know everything is the ref. So there's a lot of different things that were said that I don't agree with. But like, like I told you, I had that moment to say what I said. And I also took responsibility that I shouldn't have given him the power in that moment to make that decision. I shouldn't have gotten clipped, but I did. And so that's like telling, uh, you know, um, going for the, for the uh, Super Bowl that they can't go into overtime. You know, it's like, what are you talking about? It might happen. It's the best games in the world. You, know, you might get clipped. You might get dropped. You might get hurt. You, you can't, you got to let us go. So that's my stand on it. Everybody's different. Some fighters are like, you should save them. You let them eat too many shots. I say to those fighters, you're in the wrong sport. Go home. Well, every, every single time I fought in the back, I would prepare for death entering that yeah. arena. Just that's because. Great like, job, Menace. Look myself in the eyes. Like, dude, if I die tonight, that's what it is. Like, I, like, like you said, I sacrifice way too much to be in this position for some guy to be like, hey, and that's one mistake that I think I made throughout my career is I know I just there were a lot of fights where I got dropped and I came back and fucking demolished the guy, you know, but like I look bad, I got dropped and, you know, but then the Korean zombie fight, I get dropped and I got up. I'm like, really, dude, like you're going to call it it's like, ah, sorry. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's no there's no like uh, you just never know. I get that they got a tough job, too. So, again, yeah, they have one of the hardest jobs there is. So I'm not here to like point blame and say they ruined sure. everything. It's just in that particular fight at that particular moment. Those are my that's my experience. The situation doesn't make it wrong. It's just what it was. I moved through it. I made my adjustments. I've shown up I'm on a two fight winning streak with those adjustments. Um, and it hasn't been easy, but I'm here. Uh, Stan, after I fought the Korean Zombie, did Frank Yeager fight Korean Zombie? Yeah, and they let Frank Yeager almost die almost in there. Die. I was like, yeah. you should have gave me that top duty. The fuck? Oh, we all have that, right? Why couldn't I? Where, where, was, where were they on that one, right? Yeah. Yeah, we all have that. Uh, we all have that one. Well, Dom, when you're commentating, you see that on cards where it's like one fight will be that fight was stopped too late, then the next fight will be that fight was stopped too early, you know? Like it happens. Refereeing's not the easiest job, but yeah. but ninety nine out of a hundred fighters are gonna tell the ref, "Hey man, let me let me go, let it, let it go. If I'm rocked, let me let me get my bearings and try to come back. Like leave it till I'm out." We don't we don't know the percentage on that, and I don't think it really matters. I don't think they care about that either. So, but we got one of the best analytical brains in combat sports history, in my opinion, Dominic Cruz on our show right now. So we're just going to throw a couple things at you, Dom. We got Colby. Colby. So we bumped into Colby Covington the other night. One of the nicest guys I've ever encountered in fighting. I don't know. Would you say the same, Dom, in your experiences with him? You know, you know people through walking by and then you know people through walking by. He's a very nice guy. Okay, so one thing he said to me in Menace was he was like, it's looking like Dustin is going to be next. I love that. That would be great. I mean, wouldn't you want to, I want to see all those fights. You know, anybody in the top five that you match them up, let's go. Same with me. Put me with anybody in the top five. Let's go. Um, Who do you think yeah, wins that? Want to see, 
Dustin and Kobe. I mean, Kobe's a bad matchup for Dustin uh, on the on the um, style with the high low mixing it up and down in the wrestling and the and if you look at Dustin's last couple of fights, you know any any fight that resembles Khabib in any kind of any kind of way is a, is a hard fight for Poirier obviously he got out wrestled and held against the fence the whole fight and it, it was like not even close so if a guy can hold you against the fence and keep you there then what would be different w- with Colby would be my question uh, except that he doesn't have the jujitsu of that that uh, Khabib has Khabib's got really good top pressure and jujitsu so it is a I think it's a more competitive fight than Khabib Poirier was for sure but if I had to, like, without watching film, without looking at the habits of each fighter right before I do something like this on a show, um, stylistically, I always look at who has uh, a little bit more weapons. And Poirier does not offensively shoot very often. And he more than likely won't offensively shoot on um, Colby. Uh, yeah. And Colby's a forward a forward mover. So it's harder to shoot on a forward mover. That, so Poirier's probably not going to shoot in that fight. So he's got to knock him out. And if you're keeping Poirier on your heels, the entire fight, mixing in wrestling kicks and boxing with cardio. I, I mean, I got to edge it out to, for, and it's a five round fight. Is it a five round or a three round fight? It's a three round fight. The, the chances go up for Poirier. If it's a five round fight, chances go up for, that's, that's got to be five, I would think. That's a pretty big fight for them. They can mark it. Well, now you got to put it on the co-main event or main event. Now, are you going to put them at the apex on a co-main event or a main event? Or are you going to have them headline a card? You'll have them headline a card. So when are they going to headline it this year, you know? Oh, my Next God. Year? And Dom, the way, same way that Masvidal ran up on Colby, your boy Bermudez over here, uh, you know, I'm driving, so I didn't drink, you know, I didn't pregame the way Dennis did. Dennis was like drinking before the flight, then he gets here. I walk up, I'm like, yo, there's Colby over there. He runs over and like tries to like he go he went wrist, elbow, and then like touched his leg and secured. Wait, I went I arm dragged him and I went like high single. I, I just grabbed it. I didn't like Yeah. You know, just hey, what's up, dude? You know? Yeah. And then, he, was like, he like gave me like a like a, and I was like, oh, well, he's made a lot of enemies. You can't blame him. Well, Dennis is lucky that security, all the security that was over there, like security guards from the club, like all kind of jump. And luckily, Colby was like, no, I actually recognize this guy. I do. I'll do those guys out. Oh yeah, Colby saved your life. What a nice guy. But <laughs> <laughs> what is uh next for Dominic Cruz? Do we have anything? I know you are on a two fight winning streak. You're in the mix right now. We got a new champion, a guy who you've had some yeah. history with. Yeah, I like all, all those guys in the top five. You know, I would take um, – I'm looking for, like, everybody says these big fights, you know, but it's like all I want is guys that are known that have fought and that have made a name for themselves and let me fight them and, and go that way, you know. Um, anybody in the top – anybody ranked above me, let's go. I don't care. Any of them. Let's just closer to the closer to the belt. I would say, respectively, to go after the former champ would be the best pick for me. Go after Jan Aldo. Uh, Dabashvili, who's out there? You've got, um, I mean, TJ. Uh, any, any of those? Let's go. Marlon O'Malley doesn't move the bar for you. I mean, O'Malley, you can fight, but he's already facing Pedro. Right. No, I just, him, when yeah. I first, or I think, did Chael make that up, Stan? What? Yeah, he Chael's wanted that fight for a long time, but any that fight can happen, but I mean, they're putting it with Pedro for a reason. They want him to beat Pedro. Probably is is the is the scheme that they want, obviously, and then move them into the into into the group, right? They'll right. they'll they'll fast track them, and they want to knock out. And O'Malley knows, <clears throat> excuse me, O'Malley knows. He says it on Malin's interviews. I need to knock him out. I don't know. That's that what he believes. Tough, that's a very tough fight for him. Pedro's a tough fight for everybody. Yeah, I know. Are you kidding me? If you think that Pedro's an easy fight, you're high. Oh my god, he's fucking. <laughs> he's a mess to deal with. And even what Menace was referencing is we had Chael on right around that time when Chael put out a video about you and O'Malley. And he was like, I spoke to Dominic Cruz and he said something like this. And then you did an interview and you were like, I haven't spoken to Chael in weeks. And then we had Chael on right at that moment. And I'm like, Chael, I asked him about it. And he's like, that's the story I'm alleging and I'm telling. And we paused. We were like, is it a true story? He was like, that's the story I'm going with. 
<laughs> you know? The best. The best. Yeah, I mean, but, at, at the same time, you got to love Chael because that's he's trying to make good fights for everybody. Like, that was coming from the kindness of his heart, to be he, honest. He has a crystal ball. Sometimes yeah, some of the he, things that he puts out there, like he just throws it against the wall and it sticks and then it gets legs and... Hey, you know, when you met, there's not, there's only how many people in one division. It's not hard to throw a couple names out and hope they, they land. Right, right. Playing Yahtzee. Like, let's be honest here. Yeah. You know? So nothing in the works. No names have been thrown at you. you you're it's in the work. It's just how I just gave you, look, top seven. I'm saying. And then I gave, then I gave you four of those names in there. So oh, what, so what, what else can I give you? You know, they're not going to. Okay. They're not going to give me anything. They're not just going to say, hey, Dom, here it is. Uh, they don't do that. They offered me a fight date one month after my fight with Pedro to make sure they could hold me in my six-month contract now that they gave me my fight. So they knew I couldn't fight right away, so now that locks me in my contract. And so now they don't have to ask me nothing, and that's how they play the game. Yeah. Uh, when that's they give you fights, you get like a little list? you get a small list? I know some guys get one name. Some no, guys, you don't, I don't get a list. Guys. Don't, I don't get a list. Like, who's fighting and who's not? There's no list. You get. I wish I got a list. Well, listen, you got. You got a good manager. I know. Stick with them. Get back to it. Look, I retired, dude. I'm old. <laughs> well, just saying. Maybe we'll leave it. The they're getting lists of people that they're going to give you. Like, man, you're lucky, bro. Yeah. I think like when you get in the top five, like, top Sean's three. Sounds like, cool. Huh? Yeah, any of those guys, but. You got to remember, they're look. Sean's also looking to fill up. Right. No, I understand. How many main events do they have? Like, what? It's really what it comes down to is like, what can you also do for the promoter? Right. You know, not just the promote. All right, think about this. I'm trying to get my fight. Who's yelling at Sean Shelby? Right. Who's yelling at? What I mean, to fight you? No, just yelling at him in general. Give me a list of the people yelling at Sean Shelby every day. Oh, everybody. Exactly. So am I really going to be the guy to add to that? Or am I going to find a way to, you know, yes. be with him? And right now, Dom, different. right now is the time. You got to strike. You got to be like Aljamain. You don't want these hands the same way Bisping don't want these hands. And slide sure. me in there. Forget about so Cejudo. Oh, like, I don't even know why they're calling. Look, this, we're talking about Cejudo now. This is a guy who's got a big mouth that's not even in the testing pool. Like, of course you can talk when you're not in the testing pool. You can have balls the size of Mars because there's no nothing to hold them up against. You're just talking. And then you're out of the testing pool. You're rested. Everybody's telling you you're the greatest. It's like, of course, there's nothing up to threat. So that guy, when he's like, when he makes it through the testing pool, give me him first. I don't care if I'm up for a belt. Give me Henry first. That guy needs to get, that guy needs to get beat up. I mean, we need to redo that. I didn't. That did not end the way it should have, you know. It, it just it wasn't a real fighter's fight, you know. You can't you can't look up to the ref and say, "Hey, can you please get me out of here with this guy?" And then the ref does it. Like that's not how fights go. And that's what he did. Hey, hey, Keith, can you uh, can you please let me out of here with this guy? Because if you give me another round, this is going to get ugly. And and it worked. Right. So we need to redo that. I'm not. I shouldn't have put myself in this situation. I didn't say I won. I'm not over here talking to that crazy. I'm just saying we need to do that again. And, and it's rightfully so. He's been getting fat on the outside. And I've been here working. So it's I've got two fights in a row. Come back. I'll welcome you. You can beat me. You can move back up into the division and then get whatever you want. But if you win, I don't shot. When I win, yeah, I move right back up. You know, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Even right now, you're in that same spot where I think your name value. That's why I want Jan or something like that. And it's not a disrespect thing to any of these guys. Like, I really look at everybody in the division like a teammate, as weird as that sounds, because the better they show up, the better they make me. I've already had all this. I've been a 20-year-old at the top. I've been a 26-year-old at the top. As At my age and the things that I've done and coming up and everybody leaving me and then coming up again and then everybody leave, you learn different things to where I, I have a whole other perspective on a title run and what it's like. And, and, you know, we're all working the same thing. All those fighters are trying to do the same thing. I don't, I don't hate or dislike any of them because we're all just trying to survive in a market that's a promoter's market. We need to work together. They're teammates for me. And the better they show up, the better they make me. 
I'm just going to win. I love it. Love it. I love it. Oh, for sure. And yeah, Dom, you've always been one of my favorite fighters to watch. You've been in the game. How old are you now? It feels like you've been in the game forever. 37. Yeah, you've been in the game forever. So I remember even back in the day, always just watching you. And then someone who's dealt with injuries, you've always been that guy that I'm like, yo, he could, he's done it twice. You know, two, three. I've done three knee surgeries, my friend. I've got a broken all night. I did a blue on my shoulder, rotator cuff. You know, so those are just, those. that alone is. Well, I was saying that twice you had the two, like, three-year breaks, which people usually don't come back from. You know, or they come back and they're shot. I always remember the Mizugaki fight and being like, "Yeah, is the dude he murdered?" I was like, "Murdered." Oh, he's angry. <laughs> yeah, and then, I, and then I got to fight uh, for the belt again after that. And look, I'm not far off from that again for a third run. Um, I've got the most wins in the bantamweight division, so I don't see why I can't like get a Yan or an Aldo or a Henry right when he comes back. I'll be his first fight, whatever. You know what I mean? I don't. Throw us on a pay-per-view, three-rounder, let's go. That, that's, that appeals to me. Those fights that I just named sound great. And I think the world would get a great fight out of that. It, I'm always entertaining. I just want a bonus my last fight. I always win bonuses. I've got a million five-round fights in my, under my belt. There's some guys that are in the division that just fought their very first five-round belt. Five-round fight, not even a belt. Five-round fight, first time. First time ever making it, five rounds. Now, are you kidding me? I did that in 2010. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I mean, too many five-round fights to even count. I have more five-round fights than three-round fights, I think, half the time in some ways, you know? So it's like, let's go. I'm there. I, you know, I put some, I put a streak together. What else do you want me to do? Let's go fight, you know? Give me, give me one of these good guys. And um, I would love to challenge myself. They're the best. These guys are the best. Oh, for sure. Let's go UFC. I would love to see. I would love to see, I told Menace this, you or Aldo, get that next run, you know, like just the path to a title shot. I think it's a great marketing, great story for the UFC, like either way. like what wish, the no, they're, they're the geniuses, so we can all want it, right? I could want it, you could want it. We, you, know, you know, we just got to figure out how to make it work. <laughs> oh, sure. how, do we get it, how do we get it to happen, right? Um, talks like this. And I appreciate the talk, guys, for, you know, throwing no, it out. No, no. We're going to make it real nice and we're going to send it to you. All right. Let's go. And now right. I'm going to go run. What do you got going on now, Dom? I'm going to go run right now because you guys got me going. So we're running. Thank love you. Love okay. Monterey nice. uh, has been giving me a lot of love. Um, Monster Energy uh, was, was an incredible partner. It was an incredible partner with me. You know, um, I'm doing, I'm, I've got online courses going out. So you can get those. Oh, on yeah, yeah, DominicCruz.com, and then the, you go to the site, and you buy them on my site, and then it, you get a, the whole package, whatever, footwork drills, whatever you want. Um, I'm working the analyst stuff, so I'm piecing everything together and trying to get back to the sport as much as I can, and if, if I can support anybody, you guys let me know, and thanks for the plug. Our, RG, or RBY loves you. We had him on the show. He He's was saying, like, like, he was like, dude, Dominic Cruz, like, we're like, holy shit. Oh, he's at, we're from the same hometown, Tucson, Arizona. And that dude, he's, he's jumping rope. He does everything I say for the footwork. And you're going to see, everybody says only Dominic can do that. It's not true. If you've got somebody who, who's actually open with an open mindset, a beginner's mindset that's willing to learn, uh, he's got it. I've never seen anybody get it as, as quick and as good as he has the way I move in the rhythm, but he's made it his. So, I, again, it's very doable. It's not just in wrestling. I'm yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Nasty. So it's it's mixed martial arts movement. It's martial arts movement. What I'm doing. I'm not boxing. I'm not kickboxing. I'm not wrestling. I'm not doing judo. I'm I'm not one art. It's mixed martial arts movement that I'm really big on, and uh, he's open to that mindset. And he's looking nasty. So I'm excited to watch him keep going. And then he's going back to win his another NCAA title. The dude's gonna do it. So thanks for that plug too. Shake and bake. All right, go get your Arizona. Before we let you go, wait, and that was one of the things, too, is I met in the conversation, the car conversation, I was like, yeah, the time with the Monster Energy guy, they were like, who do you want to fight next? And he was like, Hans Molenkamp. And everyone was like, what? You know, like, what? Well, the thing with the thing with Monster is good. Me and Monster are have always been good. They've been the greatest 
thing that could happen to fighters, to be honest, Monster Energy Drink. They're doing amazing work. They're sponsoring everybody. Um, you don't always get along with everybody that that you work with, you know, and when certain people are trying to leverage stuff over you, it was, it was, it's, it's not what the business would have wanted. And I know that because I know monster, they're a good company. So me and Hans just kind of have, you know, we're good. We're, we're square. Like there's no, we had to get squash things. You know what I'm saying? I'm an adult. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, if we're talking about charity matches, anytime we can do that. <laughs> when a guy's got, he's got fights, he's way bigger than me. It's not that big of a deal. Like he could, he could probably easily take me out with a hook kick or something. If he could, if he lands something, yeah, that's the, that's what it would be. Ooh, there we go. Then we'll let you go on this one, Dom. Street fights. Dominic Cruz been in a lot of them. Cause that's even where we could end it is the moral of the story with Hans Mullenkamp. Dominic Cruz keeps it real. He wants to smoke. He doesn't give a fuck. Me and Menace talk about this all the time. Like, yeah, the guy just keep it, keeps it real. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna, <clears throat> I'm not gonna say I'm out here picking fights, but I'm also not, I'm, I'm just here. Okay. Let's put it that way. I'm just here. And, and, uh, so here, we'll leave it. Do you have a good we're short? Let him go, Stan. Yeah. If we have him back on. He's going to give us his best street fight story he's ever had in his life. Like when you're in high school? You want, you want my best street fight story before I leave? I can give you that before I leave. A hypothetical. It hypothetically yeah. happened. Yeah. Best street fight story. Um, you're in your 20s. Did I win or did I lose? The best one. What's the coolest one? Whatever. We had Justin Gaethje losing one, kind of. We had Dana White yeah, losing Mike one. Tell us the one he lost. I'll give you one where I won and lost at the same time. I come out of uh, of a house party in Tucson, Arizona. I'm about 19 years old. Okay. I've had, you know, some extracurricular beers in my life, a couple beer beer stands or something. Yeah. You probably cake stands or something, you know. Um, I feel nice. But we're leaving, you know, I'm with, I always, you know, I've got a couple girls with me, like my friends and where I'm with guy friends and the girls, it's a group of us. You know what I mean? You always come in groups, but when you come with certain, uh, when you come with girls to a party that you don't know, certain guys don't like you because they wanted the girls. And then if you leave with them now, they're mad. So, you know, I'm 19 years old. It's that type of situation. Guys don't like me. Guy takes a fight and I'm at my car when it happens. And I'm like, all right, so we're fighting, right? And I'm punching him and I get him and I throw him into the into my car because I just opened my door and I throw him into my car and I'm now he's trapped. Now he's he's done, right? And so I'm just decking him in the car. But then the friend comes behind me while my head's in the car. And I'll go ahead and give you the stance that my friend told me he acquired. He got he he lined up real nice, got behind me, and then just laid into me with some nice rib shots. Yeah, that floored me. The, the body shots busted my ribs. My ribs were all black. <clears throat> and then they stomped me until I was like underneath the car, like down in a curb. You know what I mean? Like, And you didn't have the gang you were with. The guys were gone. Oh, no, they're gone. It was mostly, <laughs> they're mostly, pussies or... mostly, mostly girls and like one or two guys. And, you know, there's a lot of people that were stomping me. So you, you get stomped, you get into the car, you get out, you take your licks, you're beat up um, and, and you go home. But I wanted to give people that so they could hear that. Yeah, even I lose sometimes, you know, get stomped well, out. I know, Dom, those guys were over 200 pounds because it's like the bigger the guy, it's like you, you become more animated. Like, dude, I will actually fuck you up. <laughs> Dom, no, I love you. Yeah, they, you, you never want to get jumped. Make sure you're not going to get jumped. And then there it was. Dominic Cruz got sucker punched, body shot at one time, and now he's got this footwork that came from it. And he just fucking yeah. makes sure that never yeah. happens again. Got stomped down the streets of Tucson a long time ago, but no more of that. How many miles you got to throw down? Five? Huh? How many miles you got to throw down? Five? How many what? Miles. He said you're going, you said you're going running. I get it. I get what you're saying. Probably six today. I need to six, six twice a week. It was probably three or four minutes, but you said five. So he was like, you know what? No, that's how he maintains his weight. He runs at like a kind of like a slower pace and, He's right. He's exactly right. And I stole that from you guys. Yeah, it's so I was nice. like, how the fuck is Jeremy Stevens making weight? Keeps the base, keeps that base cardio, and then you add everything else on top of that. Love it. All right, you're yeah. a legend, Dom. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you time. Love you guys. Till next time. Stay up. Wow. That was good. 
I was a I was a fan of that. I was a fan of that one. How long we have for? Uh, we could have kept him. We could have kept him too. We did the professional thing, but yeah. So Dominic. Well, he started kind of backing no, out. A no, bit. no, no. I started when we when we watched the interview. I started rapping because I started thinking, and then I went on my life. I went. Oh wait, hang on. Yeah, well, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to keep him on for a little longer because what happens when you come on Menace and the Man is you get in for 10 to 15, but you stay for however long that you have. And now he's probably running late for something, but that's because he fucks uh, it. Is he, you think? Is he? No, whatever, yeah, you know. Right. You know what I mean. I was just jokingly saying it, but yeah, he, he gave us that time because he had a good time on our show. I mean, we, we, we went places that other places don't go. Yeah. <laughs> We're a good podcast, I think. So it's good, um, it's good to see you again, Menace. I mean, we could riff on Eagle FC, the one we went to last time this past weekend, meeting Khabib, yep. meeting Colby. What a crazy weekend that is that, like, the way the MMA world is, that's two of, like, the hottest fucking people in the sport, and we just happened to bump into them. Or we met yeah. Khabib and bumped into Colby. But wow. Amazing moments there with dominic cruz one of my favorite fighters i didn't want to geek out on him and be like you're one of my guys but he's always been one of my like you know i'm sure yeah, you no. two being in the lower weight classes and being at that level he was a guy that you definitely well it was it was kind of tough because i had met uriah faber early in my career and it was yeah. kind of like what team are you on you team faber or you keep team cruz because you kind of can't be on both right uh that was always one of those fights for me that I was like, oh, because I love WEC. You know, like you kind of see these personalities building and these guys that you kind of start rooting for. And then when they get matched up, like Nate versus Masvidal, I didn't want to see that. Nate versus Connor, I was like, oh, God, I, you know, amazing fights, but you don't know who to root for in them. You know what I mean? Right. I personally hate not two guys that I like, two guys that I know. One of the worst fights I had to watch was Pat Cummings versus Giablante. Okay. Two of, like, Pat is probably, not probably, Pat's my better friend. I spent more time with him, trained with him, even though he's in another side of the country. But the fight was at Long Island against a Long Islander who is also my homie, you know? Oh, so I remember. And, and that's, you're very cool with both of them. Right. I texted them both. I said, whoever wins is my friend. Yeah. And, like, with our personality, they both thought it was funny. Yeah, I mean, I, it. it wasn't a group text message. It was single. Pat Cummins messaged when I posted the thing about one of the things, and he wrote something like, keep eating, you fat shit, or something. Oof. Yeah. Oh, uh, when I was talking to Hector? Uh, he wrote, look at you go. Lose some weight, fatty. Dude, if they – so – uh, in July, I'm going to put up like a before and after picture. Oh, my God. At one point, I was like, this is almost turning into the roast of Dennis Bermudez. <laughs> Hang on. But my abs, you got to put up that video where I'm with and the my person, shirt. And the roast master was Gilbert Burns. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But no, amazing time. What was it like for you? Like, do you think, do you look at Khabib like uh, differently? From after meeting him? Just from like other fighters, you know what I mean? Like even like a Connor or a Diaz brother or even like I could say like a Randy Couture. You know, sometimes there's those fighters that hit the pinnacle, the top level of the sport. Yeah. And then yeah. when you meet them, you're almost like, oh, shit, you know, a little revere. Like I've told you, I geeked out on Mark Coleman because when I was a little kid and he won the Pride Grand Prix, it was like, oh, my God, holy, you know, like. Right. Um, no, meaning could be about like the fact he knew who I was definitely like, yo, we were, we're here, you know, cause he like lives and breathes the, the, the sport. Like he knows everybody. I mean, he pays attention to different styles and, you know, um, where I'm not as much of a, a diehard as him, I would say. Right. Yeah, he probably I remember, watches every fight. Right? I asked you, have you and were you and Khabib in the same locker room? Because the way they had the red and the blue corner set up, and you were like, me and Khabib never fought on the same card. I was like, yeah, you did. He fought Abel Trujillo the night you beat Max right. Holloway, but then you meet him, and he's like, I remember you. I remember this. No, but he's like telling you. About, I I thought it was funny how he was like telling you about yeah. your life. You remember yeah. this? You beat Max Holloway. 
You remember this? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, you got, uh, you know, one of the goats, one of the best, definitely one of the best lightweights to ever do it. And then, again, leather helmets, time will tell, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, he might be the goat. He is one of them. I mean, I think uh, we'll see what happens with Islam on there, all right? Well, that was one question that we slacked on with Dom. Yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to ask him. I didn't see it. I wanted to ask him. It. That's the one. Look at the list I sent you. That was the I one question. Did it. Yeah. And I did look at it when I was like, hey, let's let the man go. Uh, but, yeah, you got some editing to do here, brother. But, yeah, Dom didn't want to go. But great seeing you, man. I feel like we almost need to do another episode where we just recap or almost catch up on like the Eagle F the first Eagle FC or even that, you know what it is? Fuck it. That's what we got to do. We're going to have, we got to get Faras on. We got to get Joanna and we got to do it like this. Just have the one guest where we get them and we are able to just hit our talking points. So okay. even that episode 122, this is like the, we'll, we'll keep working on our audio or video, all the things. This is like the first episode that was ever produced. If you will. You're, you're coming a long way, dude. In that, we had a plan. Like, we, I had questions prepared for the person. Me and you weren't just shooting. But, yeah, did you? Uh, I was slinging from the hip. Hector Lombard just texted me. Love you, brother. We love you as well, Hector Lombard. You're the man. We went out af after the fights with Hector. He's always, you know, so nice to me. Loves you to death. And then, you know, he took us out to a nice steak dinner. Nice we went to El Coro Loco. Which is amazing. The so owner, good. Aldo, amazing. And just when I think of the when I think of what we ate that night, I become hungry in that moment. Well, you I remember like Loro put me on the Brazilian steakhouses back in the day. And then when you came to yeah. Florida last time, we went to the Chima. And then, you know, we go to this place. The guy was like, I'm the guy. I got the I got the I got the meats. Man. He hooked us up with gift cards. I wish I could use them. I mean, I could wait till the next Eagle FC. Oh, the move. Could be the move. I would really appreciate it. I mean, he, he in all honesty, he'd be like, hey, we're in town. Where are you at? I'm like, oh, come on, my friend. I yeah, need you. More than likely. Guy loved us. I loved him. He was, you know, I felt, you know, when you meet somebody and you're like, oh, shit, wait a minute. Like, yeah, you start having a conversation with them and you could tell, like, there's like respect, if you will, like, oh, icon, yeah. you know. That was one of his biggest things was investing people, right? Yeah. Oh, no, he said he got gotten burned so many times. He said he's still one of his. Well, then even that we didn't want to. One of the most important things to him. Like those couple things, we have a lot of good content that'll be coming out. We didn't want to document though, like the interaction with Colby and hanging out with Colby. We just left that all. We didn't inter, you know, we didn't document it all. Hanging out with Hector, you know, Gleason Tebow was there. Fucking Ronnie Marks, like that was a dope experience, you know. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, so there'll be, a sick, place, there'll be a sick vlog coming out and uh, some good content. Right. But yeah, let me see. Uh, we'll end this one here, and uh, yeah, it's good seeing you, Menace. Likewise, Stanley. Until next time. Hit him with your Sunday. Oh, see you later.